What's up, what's up, guys? We are live. <laughs> Welcome to Underground STL Live, a show that brings you a street-level view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep into the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and to my right is... Hey, guys, it is your friend, your lover, and a lifetime priest here, um, and excited to have you back on another live episode. We're going to have a good one for you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And to my left is the man in the chair, the man with the magic fingers pressing all those keys, our producer of this podcast, Booster. How you doing, Booster? How's it going, everybody? Good to be back here again. Good to be with you, gents, again. It's been a minute. Sam's been a little bit of a night owl lately. Haven't seen him around. like you're... You're trying to like slowly hint to Sam that he needs to come home on time is what you're trying to I say. I just miss him. I got it. So got much. You. Sam, you've been out too long. What have you been doing? Stay inside and or at least give Booster a heads up. I hate I hate Booster. Oh my God. God, I hate Booster. No, guys, uh guys, if you are watching our show, make sure you comment down below, like and subscribe, all that kind of stuff. We jump into the comments and we check to see what you are doing. Also, you guys can call in live at 314-732-0303. Again, that number is 732-0303. Tyrese, you've been on vacation this past week. Oh yeah. Uh what exciting things have you have you done? Uh, pretty much, man. Uh, uh, everything that we we uh, put down on deep in the week uh, last Monday, um, I've been trying to hit the one and twos. Uh, I went to uh, the the Sixteen Chapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, down the, the Sistine, the, the the at the art museum. Yes. The no, no, no. It's at the American Center. At the American yeah. Center. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's at the American Center. I went to go uh, visit that. Um, I got reservations for Float St. Louis. So it's one of those sensory uh, deprivation tabs or tubs or whatever it is where okay. you get into a body of water, um, it's blackout, yeah. no sound at all, and you spend like an hour in there. So I'm, I'm very interested on in doing that probably tomorrow. And then I've been really? trying to find a good place to like find like Christmas lights and stuff like that. So I've been super excited about this one. So wait, the, the sensory thing that you get in, is that like where you feel like weightless? Yeah, so they put mm-hmm. salt in water, so you're just floating effortlessly in water. So the theory behind it is it takes away all of your senses. Even then, the water is like right at your body temperature, so you don't know where the water starts and your own skin ends. So now you feel like this whole room is a part of your body. So it's supposed to be one of these most relaxing um, environment. Some people reported having like hallucinations in there. Um, just because everything is taken away from you, you kind of or the pod or the room, whichever one you you decide to did get. Did you? So. Did it freak you out a little bit? So no, I'm doing that tomorrow. Oh, so, okay, you're doing. I that haven't. Tomorrow. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. So I'm super excited about that and seeing what that's gonna go. How was the uh, How was the Sistine Chapel? Like, was it Was it really cool? Because I know we dude. we saw a bunch of like photos and stuff like that here on the show. But w- was it better in person? What did you think of it? Honestly, I, all right. The problem I think it was it was almost twenty dollars for a ticket, and so initially, and I'm gonna be truthful for you guys. Initially, I thought that they had like digitally on the on like the wall or something like that. They just recreated it and you get to walk in and see it. It was pretty much just giant, giant like plasters of the photos um, in the 16th chapel. Right. Okay. There. So it was a little bit underwhelming. I think it was more so because I paid $20 for it. Like, j- if like it was, if it was a nice $5, I would have been like, all right, this is cool. But was it just like a giant picture? It was just multiple giant yeah. pictures okay. of, the artwork for me. So, Did I they, mean, I went there. I learned some stuff. Like, I, they had some good information. 
there that I absorbed because I paid like $17 for it. And I was like, I need to absorb this information. But honestly, it was kind of underwhelming for the price it was at. Though, Did they me. mention if the if the panels of the pictures were the same size as the panels in the Sistine Chapel? I don't know if, if it was. It was huge. I don't. I doubt it is. Is it? Did you Did you read that? Somewhere? I, I don't. I don't know. That's why I was asking. No, I think the panels uh, were a lot bigger. I mean, I never been to the Sistine Chapel, but the panels seemed a lot bigger than what the pictures will be um, inside. But it was just big, big pictures blown up. Technically, and I don't want to talk bad about anybody who's like put mm-hmm. their worst life My, into it. Mike, but. Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, no, not his name, Michelangelo. Just the exhibit. Tyrese is like, you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't all that, you know, Renaissance artist. Saying, you know, one of the greatest artists of all time. Wasn't that impressed? I'm saying if they just brung down the price in a little bit, um, then I think I would have been a little bit more excited. But if you're interested in history, if you're interested in artwork, go ahead and go for it. If you're just looking to go see something. I probably wouldn't recommend that just for the price point. Sorry, guys. <laughs> gotcha. And how much? How much was it? It was like seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars to see and the it is probably chapel. not a lot, but in St. Louis, seventeen dollars for an event. Well, especially is, like especially especially like, when you're looking at art. When we we're spoiled, we got the art <laughs> museum. I I always love I always love to quote the story because Tyrese and I we went to Memphis. And uh, me and another buddy of ours, Luke, we kind of broke off from the group and we went to this museum in Memphis. And I was like, cool, we'll walk through it. And they were charging like 20 or $30 a head. I forget exactly what it was. But I was like, fuck you. I'm from St. Louis. I don't pay for my museums. Like, And I walked out like all. And everybody's kind of looking at us like we're crazy. We're nuts. But it's like, no, like. We don't we don't pay for museums in, in St. Louis. Like, that's, that's way too much money for me yeah. to just walk around looking at a bunch of art my boss has that same thing she actually loves to travel so anytime she goes outside of st louis and then they try to make her pay for a zoo she just like looks at them like they're (laughs) stupid (laughs) it's like you gotta pay 20 dollars for the zoo what what are you this is a zoo i'm walking i'm walking i'm watching animal shit (laughs) (laughs) and i gotta pay i actually took that into account probably forest park probably spoiled us a lot but i i'm sorry about that one um Damn it! What else did I fucking do? I, yeah. I had the I had the Mission Taco Burgers. Yeah, which, how are those? Honestly, I probably would. If you had the choice between the Mission Taco Burgers and go to that uh, exhibit, I would probably go with the Mission Taco Burgers. <laughs> Just, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you was oh, like, man. oh, I got seventeen dollars. Where am I going to spend it? I will pick the the Mission Taco Burgers in uh, Clayton. It's the only wait. Kirkwood? Kirkwood. Kirk, Kirkwood, yeah. Kirkwood, Kirkwood yeah. The uh, Mission Taco ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually we actually got invited uh there by by the owners. Uh so eventually we I don't know when, but we will have a an episode coming up of uh of Mission of Mission Taco in Kirkwood. So that'll be pretty cool. An underground STL episode. But guys, if you are watching tonight, we got a great show. Before we get started, make sure if you have not already, uh subscribe to us over on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like our show, invite your friends to follow us. And you can always check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content because after all, we go deep. Uh Booster, what is the first topic of the night? Take us in <clears throat> Uh, ways to be a better neighbor, I believe, is what we're going to be talking about. How about ways to be a better roommate, huh? Oh, mm. you oh. son mm. of a mother duck! Maybe you look need to who's come talking. On on time, yeah. <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> we were going to talk about ways to be a better neighbor, but I got some things to say. 
Don't start this guy. If, if, you guys, if you guys aren't familiar by now, Booster and I are roommates together. Uh, it's not all that that it's cracked up to be. But no, guys, we are moving. Oh, into it's the, everything. We it's everything. It's the, cracked up to be. We buddy. are moving into the next topic of the night. Uh, is this Booster why you guys brung this up? Because it's yeah, like it's a slight hint. This is like, our this is our therapy. Leave now. the this toilet is, seat. Uh, no, but guys, this was an article on uh, S- uh, STL Magazine, and uh, it was ways to be a better neighbor. Her name was Sydney, who wrote this article. I forget the last name. But anyway, but yeah, this is ways to be a better neighbor. So uh, as as we get more technologically advanced with cell phones, internet, social media connecting, uh, everybody around the world, uh, I feel like we are losing the traditional neighborhood. That, that we grew up with and the generations before us grew up with. Uh, many people nowadays do not know their neighbors. Whereas back in the day, everyone knew almost every house on each corner and who lived there. I remember as a kid, I'd be like, oh, that's so-and-so's house, that's so-and-so's house, that's so-and-so's house. And, uh, and, I, and I knew the insides of the houses too because everybody would be you know welcomed over and all that kind of stuff. But so I feel like, feel like nowadays we're getting more and more away from that. I don't think that people go out as much anymore and, and converse with their neighbors. So uh, yeah, Cindy Lawfren, that, that was her name, uh, on STL Magazine wrote this article and she discusses the best ways to be a better neighbor. Uh, so we're going to go through the three of us Tyrese, Booster, myself, we're going to go through this and we're going to go over ways to be a better neighbor. And I want you guys to tell me down in the comments if any of your neighbors do these things, if you do any of these things, if you need to improve on these things, if your neighbors need to improve on these things or um, all that kind of stuff or, or your worst experience with your neighbors. So definitely uh, let us know down below. But kind of uh, going on into the, uh, into the first one, the first tip that Sydney gives in her article is save the screen for later with your neighbor. You don't have to be best friends uh, by knowing your neighbors and offering the occasional helping hand. You can cultivate a better culture and closer community by not being on your phone. That's just anything with any kind of like relationship ever, man. Just put up your phone, I think. That was like a give it. I got a question though. Is this so important if you rent? Like if you if you own a home, you need to know your neighbors probably. I I think think either. I think because I feel like I haven't like known my neighbor since my childhood home. Like ever since I left like my mom's house, I didn't know anybody living. Next okay, but to how me old were you when you left your mom's house? I was like seventeen. Or something okay, so like so that. seventeen. Like, at least by the time you were seventeen, that was when technology started to kind of take hold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and people stopped doing that when we were kids. That was kind of we were on the tail end of it, and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like, yeah. But even if you rent, or even if you own, I feel like you should know your neighbors. You're still living there. They're still living next to you. Give me all right. I got one reason. I okay. want to see if you probably hit on already one of them off the bat. Give me three reasons why I gotta talk to my neighbor if I don't like. What what's the benefits of just knowing my neighbor and being a better neighbor? Three reasons. Okay. okay. Uh, one, I would say safety. Okay. That I would was, say that was the number. That was I the one say, I was giving you. Yeah. If if you guys if you guys were like you know we're we're talking to one another and everybody was kind of around. Um, and and you you had to go out of town or whatever they they know who's around they know who's this they know like hey i know tyrese tyrese doesn't know that guy that guy's kind of poking around his house Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff you know they could call the cops they could do that uh another one is just convenience 
uh, knowing them, like, let's say, um, you know, how they always say, like, back in the day, like, oh, you know, I went over to so-and-so's and bought a thing of sugar, this and that, blah, blah, blah. My, my parents, I can't tell you, like, my parents, their neighbors and stuff like that, they loan each other stuff all the time. They loan each other, like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, can we use your leaf blower and this and that, and they do that. Or, hey, you know, uh, we, we, need a couple ch- we need a couple extra chairs. We're having some people over. You guys are more than welcome to come over. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do the chairs or whatever. My, uh, they got a, they got a bar, they got a, not a barbecue pit, but a fire pit. Yeah. That they that they share all all back and forth with one another, uh, so convenience, and then just also like just general like why else do you get to know somebody? Maybe you make a friend, you know. Maybe it's it's just general. One, it's just general hospitality. Two, maybe you make a lifetime lifelong friend that just helps you out and you know kind of gets you to network and do this, and maybe they introduce you to other people. So those are my three. Okay, yeah. I thought of uh, two. Okay. Sam hit on one, and they're uh, real life stories. Uh, what if your pet gets out? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, what if like you you know your dog gets out it's out in the yard or whatever it's like cold again like calls. again safety yeah, yeah your neighbor again, your neighbor safety. knows you and calls you and then the other thing uh, real life story my dad <clears throat> was actually doing some edge work at our house and uh, he, he was just outside with this thing and it kept breaking down or whatever and then my um, one of our neighbors. Mr. Rouse comes down the street and actually he's like, you need a bigger tool. I'll be right back. And he gets this like big gas powered uh, edger and does the whole thing for him. Okay. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, like we've known them for years too. Yeah. And, so safety, you know, yeah. convenience, all that stuff right there. Yeah. So one of the, one of the top ones that you just listen is to kind of put away the screen. I That's never, like the phone. The phone. The phone put away yeah, your phone. Put away yeah. the phone. My thing about that is when I did interact with my neighbors, and then this is giving me back when I was like 16, 17, mm-hmm. it's just a, such a brief interaction that I never have time. Say when you're saying hi to your neighbors or talking to your neighbors, to pull up my phone and look at the screen. Mm-hmm. That is something I reserve for my close friends. Yeah, I think. And, <laughs> and she goes it's on. She like, can, oh, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks yeah. When you're talking, I look at I my can ignore right you there. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so. Like, yeah, so when when you're out and about uh, in your neighborhood, leave your phone at home or put it in your pocket in an effort to meet your neighbors. I feel, I feel like just the phone itself, just having it out there can, it, when, when you're in the moment talking to your neighbor, it might not play a role because like you said, you're not a rude person. You're not just, you know, whipping out a phone when someone's talking to you. But I feel like being on the phone, phone. yeah, being on the phone and all this kind of stuff where your hands are down, whereas if you're looking at something or having headphones in and walking and stuff like that, people might be less likely to approach you because they're seeing, oh, he's busy. Oh, he doesn't want to talk. Oh, you know, he doesn't have time for me, this and that, blah, blah, I won't say hi. And also, like, you know, if if I don't have my phone and I'm kind of walking and this and that, blah, 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 I'm a very social person. If I don't have social media right in front of me, I'll be like, hey, what's up? How you doing, Mrs. Reeves? You know, hi, Miss Park. All that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I kind of coughed right there. Yeah, I know. I, I, got, I got caught it. But yeah, no. Hey, so Mrs. That's, Jones. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So, all right. Number one was uh, save the screen for later. So all of you guys Put out there, phones. save the screen Leave for later. Put up your home. phones. You don't need them that bad. Okay. Uh, yes. So we have uh, we have Sam down in the comment uh, talking about um, Booster's dad. He said he wanted to touch his tool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then he says, "Wash your hands, David." So, uh, yes, booster, wash your. Thanks. <laughs> so the next, I put out a whole hand washing <laughs> tutorial just so you know. So I don't want to hear that from our audience. You should know that I know how to yeah, wash my you hands. Did do that. That's I that, did do that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh man, oh man. So uh, yeah, the next one is how to be a good neighbor. Is uh, mind your pets. 
So Sydney writes, pet owners are routinely out and about in the neighborhood. Be courteous towards others by making sure you know where your pet is at all times. Okay. Uh, and like bring your barking dog indoors, know when it's leashed and all that kind of stuff. Walk a pet who's anxious and can't go. Have you guys had an annoying dog or cat or something belonging to another neighbor in your neighborhood I have not had the pleasure of having a dog i don't think it's a pleasure this is like uh what about what about you booster uh so yeah we uh once again back at uh, back at old uh, hazel ridge um in sunset hills by the way this is in yeah, sunset yeah. Hills. in sunset yeah. hills per- suburbia in case anybody wants to know but uh basically there were these uh i believe they're called shih tzus i called them the little shih tzus because okay. they were uh they were the yappy type dogs and uh, give them a fence to guard, and they will bark at you incessantly. Essentially, any time you pass in front of the house, like any time you entered their eye contact, they'd go nuts. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely, I mean, it was pretty annoying, uh, especially when anybody outside <laughs> would walk by. It's not just, you know, us. It would anybody that walks by, so, like, you'd just be outside listening to that shit. And they were, and they were just a... They were just annoying. Is that, is that uh, yeah? What it is? I mean, I mean, whatever. You know, I mean, they're dogs. Like, I'm not gonna get mad at their owners for what a dog does half the time, especially when they're like they're behind a fence. They're not hurting anything. That's but they weren't they barking do. like at night or anything like that. Keeping oh, you they'll up. bark it. I mean, no, not at night. Oh, okay. No, they're usually inside by that time. So they were being courteous in their own way, I guess. There we go. So two mm-hmm. problems solved, man. I think we're making better neighbors out there right now. <laughs> I actually I have a kind of a sad story. A friend of mine in uh, you, uh, I believe it was Utah. It was Utah. I don't know this uh, this gentleman who uh, did not care for the fact that uh, her dog got out and it's a big husky and it was running around and uh, unfortunately the uh, the homeowner where he ended up uh, felt threatened and actually shot and killed the dog. Oh damn. Yeah. Well, also get your dog on a fucking leash because yeah, they could they could it feel did get out. I mean, it's it was a friendly it dog, did, but so see, it wouldn't hurt it, anybody. But, but see, if they would have if they would have taken time to know the neighbor, <clears throat> I don't know the the whole details of the story. I mean, I, I, I think it was like I think it was like several neighborhoods away. So it oh well, kinda, yeah. It been well, anybody tough. anybody would have anybody would have had that. Um, I've had I've had people that have had dogs that piss me off, and it's not the dog, it's the owner, and they don't know how to fucking control. Them. They're oh, like, they're like, yeah. oh, stop, oh, just, oh, oh, that's just him. <laughs> oh, no, but no, the fu- a dog is like a child, and you control your children. I've met, I've met children where it's like it's not the child's fault, it's the parents' fault because they're letting their child. God damn it, do some parenting. I got do you. Do some, mm. do some, you know, do some pet ownership. Be a, be a, be a good owner. We be had good... that friend. We had that friend where you walk into we the did. door, had a big dog jumped on you, and God. then he'll do that. He'll stop it. Stop. Stop it. And then after a while, keeps jumping on you. The and dog, yeah. and it's the like, dog that that, yeah. that pissed me it's off. That dog because it wasn't a bad dog, but the dog was just like slobbering all over you. You'd have like you'd have like when when you get like saliva stains on your fucking shirt and your pants from this dog going on, and the owner's not doing anything about it. And this isn't just a little dog. This is a huge boxer. Okay, and and it was just like jumping on you and stuff like that. It's like oh my god. But you know what? You knew that they never walked it. You knew that they never really played with it. You knew that it was in the kennel, and the kennel was just, like, way too small for it. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to be a good neighbor, have control of your pets, have control of your kids, all that kind of stuff, because it's uh, it, it's it's just, uh, it is it is what it is. It's, it's okay. going gonna, gonna to 
it's gonna fuck you over definitely. So we got two. We got put away your phones. We got a uh, mind your pets. Be a good pet owner. What's yes. the, what's a third one? Uh, right here to keep be a... neighbors in the loop. Uh, so so part of this is um, keeping neighbors in the loop. Uh, mutual respect and proactive communication are crucial are crucial to a peaceful and positive relationship with neighbors. Uh, if you're planning a home or landscaping projects that's close to your property line, inform your neighbor in advance and share the date and time that the crew will be arriving. Absolutely. Like you don't want to be like, you know, if you know your neighbors across the street, you're having like a bunch yeah. of work done and and people are showing up with uh with trucks and all that kind of stuff and you don't inform your neighbor and you got like a huge fucking you know work truck parked outside of your you know outside of your house and this and that bar there's a there's a bunch of construction that's about to happen at like seven in the morning and you're getting up you know at uh you know at at nine o'clock and all that kind of stuff um that's that's what that's what sucks Okay. So I, I think, yeah, in, in that, keep your neighbors in the loop. If something's going on, make sure you yeah. let them know. Like, hey, we're going to cut down this tree. Don't have your kids playing under it. You know what I'm saying? Beforehand, all that kind of stuff. What do you think? Have you ever have you ever dealt with that when a neighbor, like, just totally does not tell you what the fuck is going on? I think that's, again, that's always, that's just standard for me. I actually never had a neighbor come up and tell me when something goes wrong. Like, if, if or if something, or they're having something. Like, hey, we're having a party. We're probably going to have around 10 people here. Um, just let me know if they're in your parking spot. That will be the nice thing to do. But I think this is why you brought up this conversation, man, because nobody knows how to approach their neighbors. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely. And, and you know, I think some people that we just live in our own little fucking bubble and we're like, oh, shit. If it doesn't it's affect me yeah, and if only it, me. Right. Not know how it affects and, and you don't else. you don't think that. And I think that that's part of what like social media and Internet and all that kind of stuff does. Our whole our whole um, world is in front of us on our phones now. And we just have tunnel vision. And it's not, you know, you could Can be a really nice. I just text my neighbor and tell him about this? You could. I, I mean, like, you could. Hey, so I don't have to see him in person or you, anything you could. Like you could text him if you Maybe have. Maybe put it in that neighbor if app you, <laughs> thing. What is the neighbor app? The, na- the neighborhood app. Yeah, there, there's a neighborhood app. There's the watch app, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you could you could do that and, mm. and stuff like that. To talk to anybody. But there's something about just doing it in person that, that it means a lot more. <laughs> Walking over and doing this and doing that, even during days in COVID, wear a fucking mask and walk over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's just there's just something about doing it in person, looking you in the eye, uh, trusting you, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, no. So that that's keep neighbors in the loop. That's one. Uh, avoid keyboard courage. So we're going into you said next door app. You said okay, next what's door going app. on with next neighborhood door apps? Is this what this so is? this is what Cindy writes. Neighborhood apps like Nextdoor and Facebook are popular and efficient ways for neighbors to share information there we and go. receive updates from homeowners. What else happened to look at? But the don't either. rely solely on virtual communications and tight end for large groups. When a neighbor specific issue arises, handle it directly. If that approach is unsuccessful, call an HOA member uh, for med- for mediation. Don't be passive aggressive and post something negative online you can't foresee or control the consequences of unkind no disagree you always do passive aggressive online (laughs) it's fun it's fun for me to watch it's fun for me to participate in you'd be like whoever 
is leaving their leaves in the middle of the street needs to clean that up is a real jerk move. And then like dot, 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 Sarah or something like that. You don't know. Just somebody. I mean, I don't feel like that's passive aggressive. That's full on aggressive. That's full <laughs> on. No, no, you just don't mention them yeah. in the name right there. I yeah. don't know. I okay. love it. I love seeing it. And I and then you don't have to do face to face with anybody. They'll get mad, but they'll know not to leave their their freaking uh refrigerator out in the front lawn anymore. You that's, know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. What, I, if, yeah, what sure. if your neighbor is uh, somebody just buff and do UFC? You don't want to cause any confrontation with yeah, that. Yeah, but you know I, mean? I feel True. like I feel like posting something online, though, it could be Safe. taken a different way because there's no Safe tone. Space. There's no tone. There's no eye contact. There's no there's no hand movement. There's no head movement. Like, you can't... If I'm looking at somebody in the eye, I know if they roll their eyes, it's like, oh, what is that? What is that? Sarcasm there? You know what I'm saying? And mm. I feel like I feel like it just takes more balls to approach somebody in person. If somebody comes up to me and says, hey... Could you not blow your leaves? Like, I, I do know this. I feel like in person, there's less likely to be a confrontation than the keyboard warriors hiding behind their fucking keys and and their, their screens and being like, being like, oh, this motherfucker said I got to blow my leaves. I, I could tell him something that he can blow. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know. So, you yeah, there a is a point. But with that, it comes less and less opportunity for me to see what happened. <laughs> for me to see the breakout or that one. Therese so, wants to see I'm, the real housewife. Yeah, you need the, it's my only entertainment right now. I got to stay at home. I, you telling me I can't look at Facebook arguments? Look out your anymore? window. Look out your window and see that if would be anything. better. But nobody's talking. <laughs> the world is out there. <laughs> that would also be. Oh, I love it. You got those little blondes. The, what's those white blinds that you can just peek down in there? Blinds. You, oh, yeah. Blinds. Oh, is there just regular blinds? <laughs> yeah, blinds? I thought it was just certain ones. There's, I thought it was called a Why do they got to be white blinds? It's the white ones. And you peek. You got to make what sure. Are, what are those things? Those blinds? blinds those you, sneaky little white blinds. You got to make sure you. Uh, I, I got you got to make what sure all the lights behind you are turned off. Oh, so man. you can't see the lights through there. And you can peek a little bit through that one. And you just like, ooh. And then you call your brother over. Man, it's awesome. Best show. <laughs> you Best call show your brother. Ever. You call your brother. Be like, hey, man, shh, the Kennedy's over there fighting again. Oh, uh, man. All you right. know what? You know what? You need to talk to your neighbor. I did a whole 180. Go out and talk to your neighbors. Go out and talk to, to your neighbors. Place, please. I'm missing that. <laughs> all right. Number, number five on this list is watch your speed. Uh, maintain the speed limit in your neighborhood and familiarize yourself with the location of speed bumps or sawhorses that will require reduced speed to navigate. Uh, be on the lookout for children playing. I feel like this is a given, not just in your neighborhood, but as the rules of the road. I mean, definitely. Yeah, like just you don't want to be, be aware. <laughs> if you're going through a neighborhood, there's probably going to be kids playing. There's now nowadays like. Right down, right down where but we Sam, live. Yeah. Right I down. I know my neighborhood. I know when. <laughs> I know where all the stoplights are. I know where the policemen are going to be. What if Still I'm watch just, your speed though? What if I'm I, just need to get in a hurry? Real housewives. If you just need to make that that engine rev, that engine roar there. We all done. It oh, before. it's like. <laughs> what, I don't know. I guess my question is: is the implication there? That you shouldn't speed in your neighborhood, but it's okay to go into somebody else's neighborhood <laughs> and fucking floor speed it just like want. ninety miles no, an hour. You don't. Know, you know, autobahn speeds. No, just like, you don't. Because it doesn't matter. Kid, no kids I know. You yeah. Know. No, <laughs> yeah no, nope. <laughs> these none of my kids. These aren't. These, these aren't, aren't my neighborhood kids. Yeah. I'll, I'll just run them over. <laughs> you guys are so fucking. You dark. gotta see. This is what you do. You get your kids quick on their feet. <laughs> oh my god. So did they you know hear what happened. Have you seen? You teach, the, you teach little Tyrese how to dodge. Yeah, you ever seen <laughs> dodgeball? <laughs> yeah, get out of there. If you can, little if you Jimmy can dodge Jenkins got run over <laughs> two streets over. Hey, if man. you can oh dodge a God, car, you can terrible. dodge a ball. There you like, go. Yeah. You're giving them real life experience. 
I, you know what? I just feel like I'm just going to do the negative of every one of these <laughs> lists right here. Well, and, and the, <laughs> thing with, the thing with Watch Your Speed, here, here's the funny thing is, is like out in the streets, uh, they had this in my parents' neighborhood, and we have it here. I think it's down Murdoch or Devonshire. And I think it's I think it's down Murdoch, but like before you hit King's Highway from our place. They, uh, they have these like, it's like a green like plastic figure. Oh and yeah, it says, like so slow it? down, no, and it, it's yeah. got a flag. It's, it's, uh, it's down that and way, and it's out like, and it's, it's out like in the, it's down Murdoch, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. and it's like out near the cars and shit like that. And I'm thinking to myself, it's in the street, saying "Watch out for kids playing in the street." How about this for some parenting? Don't let your fucking kids play in the street. <laughs> no, or kids if a, play or in if the a street. ball, That's not what kids not do. this street, not a one way where it's right down the hill and it's coming on not King's to Highway. Mention, it's I like kinda, your kid running they between did the just, cars. They like, did just put in Southampton all around here. Mm-hmm. They did just put a bunch of speed bumps. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And right I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it until I fucking and I wasn't going. You were fast. speeding I through just, your neighborhood. No, I wasn't going fast. <laughs> That's at all. rule number five. You but when you go thirty five over those things, you're fucking yeah. Any anybody like that's how. Going, I was going the exact speed limit, but here's the thing: like any everybody knows, when you pull up to a speed bump, even if you're going the speed limit, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna it's gonna launch your ass. Yeah. And I and I was driving home, and I was like, I looked, and I was like, what's that white stuff on the road? And it was it's like, oh, dude, <laughs> boom! Oh shit, my ass! <laughs> and then I was like, they put a speed bump in back there, and then I hit another yeah, one. Yeah, that's the, I, that's the problem. <laughs> you think it was like, damn, that one speed bump is multiple ones. Yeah, so I'm glad that I'm glad around here because we do have a lot of kids. There's booter school mm-hmm. around here. Uh, I got family that lives a couple streets over and stuff like that. There's tons of kids playing, so I'm glad that they put up uh, speed bumps. But I'm not. but also like, yeah, I'm also. It's also just hey, don't have your fucking kids playing in the street. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, and Especially like if we Devin lost Char- them. No, this exactly. is like a two lane. Opposite yeah. of what you guys are talking about. You're just like, hey, we need to go to the old values of being out, hanging out with your neighbors. Kids used to play in the street. Like you'll see a car, you get out the way. Like this is what kids used to do. That. Like if you want to do the old values, this is going to be coming too. So hey, if kids play in the street, I actually like that little thing. I thought it was a sign for like special needs kids or something like that. The little green. Um, oh, I believe it's like just that. concerned like, parents that. But like, I still like that too because it's a warning, especially like in the daytime. It's like, hey, if my kids are playing in the yard, I can put this out there just in case. Like, mm-hmm. you'll notice that if you don't notice a ball running through the yard and be like, all right, maybe the, I need to uh, be more cautious. They are made out of that reflective material that bounces off the headlights too. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm is it meant to be used at one. night though? I don't know. I probably not your kids. Now your kids shouldn't be playing in the street. Yeah, night, I was gonna say. So I'm gonna go night, with that one like, though. Come on. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Again, it's it should be. Uh, I'm more worried about clipping those things, honestly, with my own car than I am about hitting the kids. Because it's like I'm always like I'm always on it. You know what I mean? But it's like, what if You're I just more drift worried a about bit? damage, property damage, didn't kill it, than hitting the kid? Well, I mean, I'm I'm I guess I'm more worried about hitting the kid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, be All more right, this worried is getting about taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Booster doesn't like dogs. He doesn't like kids. What a horrible person! Oh my god, I'm getting such a reputation. So I feel like I'm learning how to be a better. Neighbor. Neighbor, the more and more this conversation goes on. What's next? What is what is What's, number six? Okay, so basically number six is uh, be inclusive. If you're organizing a neighborhood party, don't exclude families because of past grievances. Uh, don't. It's called middle school bully bully behavior. Mm. Uh, and uh, this this type of behavior could result in an awkward situation between families. Yeah, obviously. 
Like if you're having like a huge party and there's a whole bunch of cars and this and that, and neighbors are bringing a whole bunch of casserole dishes and everything like that. Then all of a sudden, like you're just like, and you're like, hi, Joneses. Enjoy it over there, you fucking bastards. <laughs> you're not coming <laughs> to my party. Huh? Like, you you know. taste that green bean? Yeah, exactly. You taste that green bean casserole? I hope you can smell our barbecue because you're not invited. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> I, I mean, it's like this is this is common sense right here. I love how Sam's definition of neighborly warfare involves <laughs> casserole dishes and barbecue. I feel like that oh, is, yeah, though. I feel like that's the extent of the neighborhood, like, warfare. Oh, can't see anybody yeah. else like that. Hell yeah. You, I mean, you got you to gotta do it. You got That 4th of July episode of that 70s show where they compete, the competing barbecues, they put, like, sprinklers in the hot dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they're having, like, a like a back and forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An arms race, really. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. No, I, I love it. Uh, one of one of the first episodes of Family Guy was them having uh, like a like a neighborly war of them like shooting at one another and this and that. Like Quagmire, Quagmire, <laughs> you try that again next time, it'll be your head. You know, and they're, like they're going at one another. So yeah, no, be inclusive, guys. If you're having like a barbecue or something like that, like just fucking, you know, in. Like, be the bigger invite person. Invite people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, people just be like, let people hang out. Hey, absolutely. I love it. Booster and I had these neighbors downstairs. And you remember when we, uh, like, right before COVID happened, we barbecue. We had a huge like barbecue here. You barbecued. Yes. I, I was cooking in here. Booster was doing his own thing, uh, <laughs> drinking mostly. <laughs> drinking. And uh, and remember, I <laughs> went. Own I thing. came home. Yes. All the food was mostly done. <laughs> I went. I went. I went down uh, to. Uh, I went down to our neighbors uh, next door, or, uh, or not, not next door, but underneath us, and yeah, I invited them, and it was like, uh, it was like, they, they, they were like, no, like they looked at me like, fuck you, no, and I was like, yeah, we got food, we got this, we got all types of, we got all types of stuff, but yeah, they were, they were just like, hell no, there's no freaking way, and I was like, wow, Screw you too, man. Yeah, they were they were very. Hey, you rude. reached out to him. That's all. That's all I can say. I can't even. Not surprised that they said something <laughs> like that. But hey, the best you can do is reach out to him, and that's what you did, man. So you are a good neighbor. You passed a good neighbor. Hey, test. thanks, yeah. man. Thanks, man. Have you have you guys? No, it has been times where you uh were screaming and kept them up like after like midnight. Well, they but, also would. They're moved out now. Thank God. So we can talk. But as much yeah, as but as have you guys like ever like uh. Yeah, like have had a neighbor that had a problem with you though, no, or I'm, your family like growing up. Nope, all my neighbors love me and they continue to love me because really? you know why? I don't talk to them, <laughs> 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 so it's never any problems with talking. They just to go, uh, yeah, like that that there's a Tyrese. Uh, yep, I feel like Tyrese. honestly, I feel like <laughs> it'll change once say. I buy my house. If I'm living in a suburb mm-hmm. and like I get a house and I buy it. Then I know my neighbors right now when I'm just renting and just hanging out, not spending more than two years in a in one place. I don't really see the point or the need to do it. I mean, okay. it's, it's a safety wise. Well, actually, that's not true. I see the need. I see the point. I just still don't do it. Okay. Have you have you so ever, I guess I'm a have you ever had like somebody in, have somebody like not invite you to something like in your neighborhood, but you knew a whole bunch of people that actually were invited? No, no, not at all. Wow, Tyrese has no qualms. What about you, no, Booster? Did you ever all. have that? Uh, you know what? I uh, I don't think I've ever had like specific like feud other than with our downstairs neighbors when we were being too loud. They would 
They would punch up on. They the They also Tyrese hard. would come in wearing like yeah. <laughs> wearing heavy shoes, and they would they would punch on the ceiling. Oh my and god! What Tyrese is like? I, I just mean? got here. Like no one's talking right now. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what. Uh, one uh, one guy in college I thought had the best way to make friends in a new neighborhood. He went outside, and this is obviously way before COVID ever happened. But uh, he went outside with a, a cooler full of beer, sat it there, and put a sign on there: "All you owe me is a conversation. You can have one." Really? Yeah, and he was essentially just like he he invested a thirty pack and getting to so miners miners were going to him. Mm, kids uh, that were playing well, on the I mean, street. Well, I mean, to to be fair, it was like a duplex where it was mostly college kids and a few uh, Lutherans those, and those uh, Lutherans. Mormons. A few Lutherans and Mormons that also lived those there, but it was mostly college Mormons. kids. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they uh, see. I knew them. Like I got to know them because of it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. and they, they that also a, asked us if we wanted to join their church. Oh. We politely declined. Yeah, Booster's not that religious. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So this this will be good when we're talking about being loud and everything. The, the next one on this list of how to be a good neighbor is volume matters. <laughs> Apartment dwellers should be mindful of volume. You're living in a much closer quarters, so turn your music down a few notches. Get to your pet a little sooner in the morning and keep social gatherings to a manageable size. Uh, do your part to keep hallways clean and odorless. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had somebody that, that has a, has a bad smell? When you lived in the dorms, when you guys lived in the dorms, did you have anybody that had like bad bo or bad smell coming from their room? Uh, so mm. he's talking about yeah, the dorms from college. Yeah. I I don't think my standards were all the way up there. At least I haven't had any bad smells go through my dorm room hall. But then again, those that whole year or two years is a complete blur to me. I can't remember <laughs> okay. anything but just partying, drinking, and sometimes studying if I had to. You know what I mean? Those were so, those, those were a blur but, for you. Sometimes you weren't even all there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I, I agree. The volume matters. Um, this is one of the reasons that I decided when I rent, I don't rent apartments or those duplexes where it's just like a like what you guys have like or, a big shared wall yeah you know what i mean because it's yeah we i'm always paranoid about like is my tv too loud am i keeping these people up right like, i'm sometimes watch tv until three o'clock in the morning sometimes it was just like, okay or if i'm having a get together or a party or something like that so you were mindful but would you say like you're a little you were a little too mindful back then i think I, i'm always mindful about it i think it is to a point where it would be discomforting to me because okay. again i wouldn't I mean, I don't know my neighbors. I didn't go over there and talk to them, but I'll still be like, dang, it's I remember too loud at the one them. the one apartment that you and Popek lived in and uh we got the the cops were calling us a couple times when we were over there and we were partying and all that kind of stuff. Oh, was the, it? Yeah. I didn't yeah. see any cops. <laughs> I think I, I think I think they here. came to the door or something like that and said like keep it down or something like that. Oh, that's there. fine. We're college students. I think it they was yeah. I don't care. If I you, think it if was you're college students you get away. And with and typically like a lot of people that in part in that apartment complex we knew. At college, like a lot of them were Umsel students with us and everything like mm. that. So it was, it, it was, was very, it was very rare that somebody would actually call the cops. Yeah. What about you though? Besides the neighbors downstairs, have you ran into this problem? A lot? Yeah, yeah. When I was when I was younger, the neighbors next door, uh, we had we had these two uh, dogs, and the one dog Casey, she was just like constantly barking and stuff like that. She was younger; she was like nine months old, and she was constantly barking. We were trying to like get her barking down under control, and it, it takes time. You got to train her, you know, but it's not going to be an overnight thing. And uh, the neighbor next door was pregnant, and uh, I guess she yelled at her husband, and her husband <laughs> called the cops. 
and the and like or not called the cops, but like called like the city of Crestwood. And Crestwood sent like a notice saying that they're gonna get rid of the dog if this happens again and this and that. And I remember like when they found out when my parents found out it was the next door neighbor, my mom went to him and was like, Why didn't you just tell us? We would have taken her out front, we would have taken her out the side, we wouldn't have like we wouldn't have even we would have wait, waited to take her out, you know, later. Like, when, when your wife's not sleeping, why didn't you just tell us? And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, that was, I think that's a clear-cut example that they didn't come to and talk to their neighbor in person. They they tried to they tried to call somebody and have somebody else handle it. It's like, no, just talk. It, mo- most of the time, most of the time, most people are just like, oh, okay, thanks for, thanks for letting me know. I didn't know. I think so. so I yeah. think most of the time, yes. But I think it is those instances where, uh, people are afraid that you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what this person is capable of. You don't know how they're going to react um, or try to kind of record you on how you react if something goes out of hand. But right. I can see the fear behind not going to your neighbors with this type of stuff, but I can't see the benefit of knowing your neighbor. So volume matters, man. Volume does matter volume does matter uh and then we have uh we have sam in the comments uh commenting on the blinds he says white blinds matter uh we have molly down on facebook (laughs) we have molly down on facebook saying laugh my fucking ass off the dogs jump on everyone at my house sorry y'all yes i've been over there those dogs are crazy you are the you are the one person we're talking about uh but yeah no so the next the final (laughs) the final thing uh about being a good neighbor is be social at a distance this is kind of kind of productive here when we're actually saying go no, but man. they're basically talking about uh they're they're basically talking about uh like in 2020 during covid don't go right up to your neighbor and breathe on them <gasps> I, I like i understand yeah, like yeah. yeah that's pretty okay i don't know why that's in the article i feel like that's common knowledge now uh but yeah so what are what are some of the best neighborhood communities still around like in, in St. Louis, the ones where you go there and you actually feel like you're a part of the neighborhood, even though you're not there. I'll give the first one, and Booster already knows what I'm going to say. Yep, the hill. Because I was going to say that. Yep, the hill. When you when you go to the hill, it, it's you don't even have to be Italian. Having you just, having you just walked there, around, everybody knows you. Yeah, having worked there, even for though like, they don't know you. for like months now, like the amount of golf carts I see with just like people cruising around having fun. There's like literally this one guy. <laughs> he's a crazy guy. I see him like every he's other day. He's a crazy guy. He's a crazy guy. He literally just takes his golf cart out and drives around the streets, and he puts his dog in the front seat and just drives the dog around. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing. I don't even know what else they do. They just. <laughs> it's just funny to watch. All I don't right. know. I raise you to hill, and then on that instance, <laughs> Sue Lord. How do we? How do we feel about? Sue oh, Lord I love Sue Lord. Yeah. I think with with Sue Lord, even though. You don't live there. I feel like the collective mindset of Sioux Lord is, and this is probably not the actual people who live there, but everybody that's there every time you go there is, hey, man, we're going to have a good time. There's so many boards here, at least the time I go with, that you feel like you're a part of that collective group right there. Going so it's not really there. like a neighborhood thing. It's more of a, hey, we're part of this kind of but Sioux same Lord, mentality. See, and the real neighbors there, that probably hate it. Though, we go down there. During the day, though, or we don't go down there during the day. We go down there during. I the would night. go down there during the day too. It's just yeah. so many. I think it's just so many bars and so many restaurants and so many businesses. When there, you go down there, you forget it's a neighborhood too. Yeah. When you go down there during the day and you actually go to like Soulard Market and everything like that, um, it it does it does become a little uh, more community type than just going to bars. But that's what Soulard is known for. Actually, Soulard, when the French settled here, they named they named that area Soulard because that's where they all got drunk. 
So that, I mean that that's we're talking hundreds of years that that that, that neighborhood has been known for getting drunk. Um, what are, what are some other neighborhoods uh, around? I'll go, I'll go and throw Kirkwood in there. I mean, it's not. Kirkwood, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of well to do, honestly, with the property prices. But I mean, yeah. I mean, they've got a fantastic like uh, downtown scene, and it's all pretty much packed into kind of like six square blocks. Yeah, we got. They have a farmers market there too, right? They do. They, do. they have yeah. uh, right by the uh, train station. Kirk, Kirkwood, Kirkwood. You definitely. I've taken a few dates to Kirkwood, and we just walk around. We we go yeah. around and. We get something to eat. You it's know what I'm saying? Bl- you walk. You, there's the trains, all that kind of stuff. You can get it like during the day, sit on a patio. There's a nightlife too. Get a drink. There's a nightlife. Absolutely. So yeah, you definitely. Uh, my buddy Sean uh, and and my uh, my uh, and his, uh, his wife Megan, we uh, we always go down to Kirkwood. That's kind of <laughs> like halfway there in Creve Core, and I'm here in the city, and we just kind of meet up at Kirkwood and all that kind of stuff. So we got Andrew down in um in YouTube saying Dogtown too. They got hella gar- golf carts. Uh, yes, yes, Dogtown is the Irish It's starting to become a, a theme here, the golf yeah. cart thing. I don't know why so many people do it, but, I mean, whatever. Yes, well, I actually understand perfectly why they'll do it. I, could, I would do it if I please could explain. or I have one. Please explain I mean, yeah. why especially, would somebody do a golf cart. Especially I think it's when, a little you, pretentious, when you're down in that area where every bore is a block from each other, to have a go-kart from your place and kind of drive there and get in there at a go, that's <laughs> an awesome thing, man. I don't see why you're not. How you wouldn't love? Why do you think? Why cart? do you think it's pretentious for you to drive a golf cart around your neighborhood? I don't know. It just seems a little bit like uh, I don't know, stuffy. I don't think. Word. But see, but see, Tyrese and I have been out in these neighborhoods where we do a whole day of drinking, trying food, all that kind of stuff, shopping and stuff like that. Golf cart does come in handy. Like if yeah. you if you're like you something you don't where you do don't want to get into a car, you don't want to get into your car. And drive two blocks down, but then again, do you want to walk two blocks down after you just ate? Sure. Like go kart is a real just Walking bam, and then go straight back down that way. Yeah. So it's kind of golf weird. cart. Golf cart's good. It's it's good to like, especially like Did a I whole group of people and all that kind of That'd stuff. Cool you too. just get there faster, mm-hmm. um, and you and you're not having to deal with like the well. Sometimes you deal with the road, but most of the time you can just go around. You know, you can zip through cars and all that kind of stuff. Booster, you don't really do like a whole like a whole brunch, day drinking. You know, going out and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's you not really been taken you. me, Sam. <laughs> oh my God! Maybe because you say it's pretentious. Okay. Maybe because you not use the words like pretentious. The truth I like comes brunch. Out. That doesn't oh, man, change oh, man. on brunch. Come on now. <laughs> I hate brunch. But it's I, mimosa. I do, Let's get some manmosas. I hate. I hate brunch. But you hate I do the love word brunch. The function of the brunch. brunch. You love. I, I do yeah. like. I do like you once in a while. Get, I do like a Dude. squad brunch once in a while. Dude, you like waffles and shrimp? I like shrimp. I am, I'm not a huge waffle guy. I used to be a huge waffle guy. Okay. We got Pat Wells down in the comments uh, on Facebook saying, dudes, golf carts are where it's at. Yeah, Booster, it's not pretentious at all. Oh, here we okay. go. Wells mm. is one of the most pretentious people I know, and he's not saying <laughs> it's pretentious. Uh, yeah, but no, guys, I, I uh, with with neighborhoods and stuff like that around, I love, uh, I love Afton. Afton's not really tight-knit where you can like walk it's to a, a whole bit of bunch a drive, of places yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like everything's kind of spread out. Afton's really good. Uh, Shrewsbury, Are Webster, we counting, uh, Delmar, Webster Groves. I mean, yeah, the loop, yeah, the loop area. Yeah. I would say that Delmar as a is neighborhood, that more of like an I would venue? say that's more of like a strip. Yeah, that's but but still the strip itself is like a, a community is a neighborhood. Uh, Webster Groves, Webster Groves has some beautiful houses. Definitely. They have they have tons of events there. Uh, Crestwood. So uh, 
I think but, we're just like, naming cities now. No, no, no. I mean, like, Crestwood, like, the community, like, you know, around Crestwood with Whitecliff Park and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Whitecliff Park Grant's would Farm. have tons of... Grant's Farm is technically Grantwood Village, but, yeah, they would have tons of events there. So, yeah, tons of tons of neighborhoods around there. Yeah, but people, people, make sure you get out there, get to know your neighbor, okay? Get to know your neighbor. They might be hot. They might be like super, super hot. You might find the love of your life. And that brings us to our featured song tonight, which is Red Hot Ripplets by Common Jones, courtesy of our friends over at Beyond FM. This is a new track of theirs. They're a popular band around uh, the STL area. So, guys, stick around. More Underground coming up next, discussing where to see the best Christmas lights. Okay? But without further ado, here is Red Hot Ripplets by Common Jones. Hit it, Booster.
All right, all right, all right. That was Red Hot Ripplets by Common Jones. And guys, if you like bands like that, go ahead and see them at Diamond Music Hall in St. Peter's. Proud sponsors of the show. Uh, they are a kick-ass music venue that play all types of <laughs> genres. Yeah. Uh, You're going to get us taken off. <laughs> Fucking a and hype. Uh, less no, than five seconds. It was time. less than five seconds. No, right. so so guys, check out Diamond Music Hall, uh, located in St. Peter's, best music venue right outside of St. St. Louis, guys. Uh, Tyrese, go ahead and tell them where they can find us. All right, guys. Hey, uh, if you haven't already, um, we do this show for you. Uh, we have all of these things out here. Uh, make sure you follow and like and subscribe to our YouTube, our Facebook, and our Instagram page. Um, we have released uh, St. Louis STL. It's called The St. Louis Underground uh, Facebook page where you can join into the conversation um, hit up on stuff that you did in St. Louis, stuff you find inf- inf- ah, interesting in St. Louis. We also post on stuff that we did in St. Louis, so you can kind of take a look on there. I posted pictures from the 16 Chapel, um, from the light shows that I visit this week. Um, so if you want to, please go on there. Also, our website, undergroundstlouis.com. Uh, UndergroundSTL.com, oh, uh, where you can see all of our content because you know what? We go deep. deep. There we go. All right. Uh, we're going to move into the second topic of the night. Best places to see Christmas lights this season. And Booster will is going to take this over. He's going to be our little <coughs> elf and let us know where Santa is going to be, uh, where the best uh, holiday cheer is. So, Mr. Holiday Cheermeister <laughs> Booster, go ahead and take over. Yes, indeed. I will be your Virgil through the hellscape that is Christmas light going. They don't know that. So first off, we got several places to go. Obviously, this is a uh, there's a couple added on here. Obviously, we uh, we did some research here, but uh, first up is going to be Garden Glow at the Botanical Gardens. Uh, pretty self-explanatory, folks. If you haven't been to Garden Glow, there's a nice little picture right there. Uh, fantastic place to go hang out. Uh, they do a fan. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, next is the Festival of Lights. These are all basically going on through the December thirty first. Region of time. And what is what is what is festival? That's downtown. Festival of Lights is actually uh, downtown at the Gateway Arch Park. Uh, it will actually at Keener Plaza. Uh, visitors can expect a whimsical lighting experience, a fabulous animated projection show, and of course the Salvation Army Tree of Lights. Brought to you obviously by the Salvation Army. Uh, after that, we have the Winter Wonderland at Tillis Park. Don't think I have to explain that one. That's at Tillis Park. Uh, there we go. Uh, sorry, I had to get that picture. Uh, nice, family-friendly atmosphere. Go and take a walk. You know, if you got the stroller, folks, you can take that out there too. Uh, where's, how, where's this at? Uh, that's Tillis Park. I don't know, where is Tillis Park? Uh, St. Louis County. How about that? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a big place. Yeah. Well, you know, I. I can only do what Explore St. Louis gives me, I guess. Yeah, no, that's what Google is for. Yeah. And then we have Grant's Farm, the holiday fun. I think we mentioned this uh, on the last Deep in the Week. Uh, Basically, you get to have a fun holiday experience with the kids. Again, do not bring your pets. We had that issue before. Uh, But you can take your uh, kids and drive through the Grant's Farm uh, property. Again, first time they've ever opened up their property since 1954. Uh, was back in uh, October, and I guess you get to do it again now. Okay. All right, and then we have the Way of Lights. 
That's going to be at uh, Our Lady of S- the Shrine of Our Lady of Snows. Uh, I believe that's out in Belleville. Um, this is a unique light display featuring a mile and a half drive of over one million lights and displays that include life-size biblical statues, taking visitors on a journey to Bethlehem. So, if you uh, want a more a traditional light show, I guess that's your answer. Uh, going on, we have the U.S. Bank Wild Lights. That's going to be at the St. Louis Zoo, guys. Again, if you have this is the same thing as Garden Glow. If you haven't been to Wild Lights, you're missing out, man. Like that's one of the best things to do in St. Louis. And once again, it's free thanks to the awesome people at the St. Louis Zoo. All right, moving on, we have the uh, Wonder Lights at Worldwide Technology Raceway. I had to get that right because it's a tough one. This dazzling display of Christmas lights is synchronized to traditional and newer and rocking music played through your car stereo, actually. Not wow. not uh, through speakers, so it actually comes through the car stereos. I'm actually very interested in this. I think I went here as a kid. Um, this is toward the. This is located in East St. Louis, mm-hmm. which is in Forest, like 12 minutes from where we are right yeah. now. Um, and we used to go to this as a kid, so it's a nice little place to go to to go see lights. So this is this is actually on my radar right now to go see lights. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh, next up is Holiday in the Park, uh, which is at Six Flags. Um, this, this is gonna is be cool, yeah. yeah, this is one of the cooler ones out there. Uh, obviously, Six Flags is a fun place to go, but they put on one heck of a light show, as you can see from that photo there. Uh, Classic Yuletide favorites. Uh, there will be carolers, usual the usual attractions that happen at these places. But it's actually a twofer because what you can do is you can go and take your kids and tire them out at Holiday in the Park. And then if you need to get them to fall asleep, you can head to Santa's Magical Kingdom, which is a drive through which is a nice way to, you know, lull the kids to sleep after that's walking a, that's around for a while. That's in Jellystone Park. That is in, believe, yeah. yeah, that's in Jellystone. Jellystone. That's yeah. Not, that's not too far from from Six Flags. Talk about, like, playing music in your car speakers. They actually have a, a radio station that you can tune it to as you're going through Santa's Magical Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's they actually, actually really yeah. Cool. I was gonna say they actually advertise how close it is to Six Flags for yeah. people. They, they like, do they, They've been doing that for years, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. And you, and you stay in your car. It's always been an in the car thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Finally, we or not finally, I should say, lots of lights. Uh, this is probably the most impressive one uh, that I've seen. Um, sorry, I couldn't get a lot of uh, better photos, but they are gonna have like laser shows, laser projections. Full on like rock and roll concert level. Oh wow! Ty- pyrotechnics like they, pyrotechnics. I so believe shit's I heard gonna get blown up. Well, I mean, maybe not blown up, but like where fire. is this at the fa- is, the family arena? Okay, in St. Charles. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not too far. No, family arena is pretty fucking close. All right, finally, or uh, next to finally, penultimately, I should say, uh, is the Candy Cane Lane. I actually remember doing this when I was a kid. When Sam mentioned it. Oh, uh, for, for the outline, I was like, right I, behind I didn't know what you were talking about. Oh, I love and it. now I see it. I'm like, yep, I did that the, as a the kid. The cool thing about Candy Cane Lane is it's all neighbors. It's okay, all yeah. people that come together. Oh, I heard it's about not this. Like, yeah. yeah. It's not like, you know, one person's putting it on or like a whole bunch of like businesses are coming in and sponsoring something. This is just the whole neighborhood gets together. They do this every year. Uh, I know that they they sell like cocoa. They do this. They do that. I can't remember if they charge you to go through. Uh, we usually just uh, we usually just like go to Ted Drew's or something like that and then go and start walking um, through. Uh, it's really, really cool. Candy I was going to say, yeah, I don't think they charge you for this one. 
pretty sure they don't, but they do provide cocaine. But it's all it's all neighbors. When you when you realize that it's the whole neighborhood. Speaking that's of a neighborhood, neighborhood. That's a neighborhood yep, right yep, there. That's what I'm going to yeah. say. They come Candy together. Candy cane lane, bitch. Or they just came together and it's like, hey, man, you guys want to do this? Yeah, let's freaking do this. Let's put on a show. Um, and you said this is right behind Ted Drew's. This is right behind Ted Drew's. This is actually just Over down the street Chippewa. from us. Yeah, this is this is right down the street from us. So you guys get an ice cream and then go through. Hell yeah, you can. Oh yeah, yeah. you guys just Ted Drew's get, ice get ice cream and no then matter we're what getting the cold. Ice cream, go through candy. You gotta have your nipples hard when you go through candy okay, cane lane. You, you gotta you gotta be freezing your ass. <laughs> I'm freezing right now just talking. About <laughs> it, it, <you> guys. <laughs> What's the last one, Booster? All right, finally, and I do mean it this time, the party lane or. Uh, I'm not going to shout out their address, but off of Party, there is the Teddy Bear Christmas Land display. Off of Party Lane in, in yeah. uh, Crestwood, Missouri. Yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this is more kind of a local legend kind of thing than an actual advertised uh, show, but this guy puts on this incredible display every single year, and I just remember like it was the quickest, easiest little trip just to like go do something fun during the Christmas season. The holidays, you want to get in the Christmas spirit. Look at that. If you're that in is totally self-funded. If he did are, not yeah. get corporate money to do any of that. He's just that festive. If you're if you're in Crestwood, it, it's is this? just this random guy. Yeah, this he's, random guy that lives that lives in Crestwood, and he, he's very jolly. Yeah, and he he has his stuff. He has most of it up all year round mm-hmm. uh, because it's just so big to actually be put inside of his house. He takes donations. I know that there's sometimes like he sells hot chocolate and this and that, blah blah. Just keep the lights on. Um, the guy's amazing. He's been doing this for years mm. since since I was a kid. Years and years. I mean, he goes all out. And at first, it was kind of like funny. At first, I remember like about ten years ago, people were kind of making fun of him for it and this and that, blah, blah blah, and rolling their eyes like, "Oh, that's the Christmas guy." But now it's like you can't wait to see it. Yeah, you can't. You can't wait. I've to been seeing a lot of pictures yeah. on this online on Facebook. So, yeah, I was. He's like, a oh, local right. legend for sure. There we go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And that was that was uh, the what to, what to do in St. Louis if you want to go and see Christmas lights. Thank you, Booster. Yeah, you no holiday cheermeister, you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, all right, guys, uh, that will do it for us tonight. We had an awesome show. As always, make sure you hit that like, subscribe button on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter feed, um, and then uh, make sure to tell a friend about us so we can grow that fan base. So we can tell you what's going on here in St. Louis and check out that awesome website www.undergroundstl.com where you can find all of our contents from our articles we just watched uh wrote i'm sorry uh to the videos to these podcasts right here because you know what we go to your mama yes and guys guys thank you all for watching we do this for you guys we do this for st louis we do this for the fans this is underground st louis signing off and as always we go deep you think I said it too soon? Yeah. That was there? Yeah. It was just like you right at say the beginning. We go deep at the end. All right. I took your stuff. See you guys. Thank you all for watching Underground STL Live. This show is brought to you by TAC Entertainment, live music and concert promotion, band management, tour management, and new talent development in the greater St. Louis area. Also, this show is brought to you by Diamond Music Hall, a premier music venue located in St. Peters, Missouri. Do not forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook and other social media platforms. Also, don't forget to visit our website at undergroundstl.com. Underground St. Louis is property of Underground Promotions, LLC. We will see you next time, and as always, we go deep. <laughs>